0: All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now: Jack and shit. Jack left town.
1: Well, hello, Mr. Fancy.
2: I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Describe the ruckus, sir. <laughs> Does this mean we're not friends anymore? I'm, Don't want I'm in my cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone! First you want to kill me, now you want
1: to kiss me. whoa Good, bad.
0: I'm the guy with the gun. What up, everyone? DJ Nubus with your Metal Tavern Radio podcast. Back with another episode. I am DJ Necco free right now, Um, but at the timing of this podcast, she'll be on her way home during the weekend so she'll be back shortly uh but for now again it's just me dj Nubus, your humble host coming up in this episode uh new stuff i've got from um elven king wrath imperium decadence very good record uh pagan land crimson moon also got some new stuff from tool i'll be talking a little bit about that that's in the rock block uh, Devourment, Entombed AD, yeah. Uh, also Necronautical, some Dragon Force, and Twilight Force. Um, so yeah, I'm going to get to some random music news. Uh, some interesting tours that are going to be happening soon. Also, um, some new releases. Uh, some news about Sabaton being in a car accident, so I'll get to that later. Also, I came across an article... Uh, talking about the nine tracks that are considered to be the first heavy metal songs ever So I don't know if i quite agree with all of it There is some tracks in there that I can easily see why it would be but uh, or at least the bands themselves Maybe not so much the songs like I've always Heard certain things about some of the bands in the list As far as like what's actually considered the first like heavy metal song. so I'll get into that a little bit later uh I also talk a little bit about the new Joker movie. I haven't seen it yet, but uh it's got some interesting reviews. I also got my top I just finished up the Dark Crystal series. I'll be talking about that a little bit. First though, uh, I wanna talk about uh a band that I played a couple times before, uh Diaspora from Norway, uh Progressive Band. Um fucking awesome man. I was listening to them the other day again and the song I'm going to play for you called Limitless, uh, the clean vocal section remind me so much of, uh, Enslaved, and so I was curious, so I went to their, uh, Facebook page and asked them, you know, uh, if they were at all influenced by Enslaved, and guys replied, said that they were, uh, especially that vertebrae era, so, uh, that's kind of cool, I, I picked up on that, and, uh, you're going to hear it a little bit in the clean vocal section of this song uh, limitless which i'm going to kick off right now and i'll be back to talk in a few Jay New is back with you on Mel Tavern Radio Podcast. In the middle there, I played some King Diamond and Volbeat doing Room 24. Speaking of King Diamond, fall this year, 2019, he's going to do a new tour. And I guess he's doing a... He's also going to have a new record, the first since 2007, called The Institution, so... Looking really forward to that I've seen king Diamond King Diamond a couple times uh over the years and uh he puts on a great fucking show actually I saw him the second time was actually more elaborate than the first, even though the first one he had like some pretty cool stage props but and that was going way back that's like we're talking like nineteen ninety seven for the voodoo tour um the last one the wife and I went and saw was for uh he was doing a lot of stuff off Abigail and stuff like that so Looking forward to a new tour. I want to get out and check him again. Uh, The wife saw him once, but he didn't play all the kits that we wanted, so hopefully he mixes it up more next time around. Uh, Now let's get to a couple of the uh, movie and TV news. Uh, Joker, I talked about this last episode about how I wasn't sure if I was going to really like it or not, and I think right now the general consensus with it is it's mixed reviews, even though it's got a lot of high marks on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I am, the last uh, trailer, I am warming it up to it. It does seem like it's going to be interesting and very cool. I just don't know exactly what to get out of it, and I don't want to start reading any kind of reviews about it because in today's things with movies and entertainment in general, things start becoming too politicized, uh, too many agendas, and so I don't want to get into the issue where people are talking about it from that point of view. I want to be able to go in and just be entertained, and I don't want to make it about, because you know, you're hearing these things about where it's reflective of the current climate, and I just, I don't want to get into all that, because for me, movies are, need to be entertainment, that's what it's for, to escape everything else, and sure, you can talk about those topics, and those kind of subject matters, but really, we need to like keep all the other shit out of it. Um, but the reviews, you know, uh, it's got high marks for for the critics right now. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I don't think any, any audience has seen it yet for themselves. So it'll be interesting how it responds to that. Um, most people are talking it up, so I, I got a feel it's gonna be pretty good. Also, I just finished the Dark Crystal series on Netflix, and it was amazing. Uh, if you're a fan at all of the movie from 1982, which is also on Netflix, I actually ended up finishing the Dark Crystal series and then just re-watching the movie, which I hadn't seen in years. So it all just kind of merges in together, which is really nice. Uh, I'm not sure. It's season one, so I don't know how they're going to proceed with this series. Um, hopefully they can do more with it whether it's still in between the series and what happens with the movie or after the movie, I'm not sure, but well worth the watch. Uh, If you have Netflix, do definitely check it out. Next block of music coming up, got some new stuff from Elven King and Wrath, but we're going to kick it off with the latest from The Legion of the Damned, The
1: Slaves of the Southern Cross.
0: New is back with you on Metal Tavern Radio. Alright, that was some brand new stuff from Wrath called Undertow. Oops. My bad. I'm not ready for that yet. Alright. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, the article I came across this morning in regards to nine songs that they felt that was like the very first versions of heavy metal. Now, we all know that black Sabbath played a huge part in the influence of what became metal and even even though it doesn't get mentioned a whole lot at least not as far as heavy metal itself maybe more with the death metal and grind as the punk movement and everything else like that but I'm gonna give you a list of the songs that they chose and some I agree with some I don't just because it's either I don't agree with the particular song they chose or maybe the band itself, because really, uh, I mean, I I don't know, it's it's hard to say, because influence can come from so much. I mean, Sabbath, although I'm not really sure who their influences were, I mean, but, you know, bands from that era were influenced by stuff that you wouldn't even really think about most of the time. So, you know, B.B. King played a role in some of that as well with some of these bands, both rock and metal. So, I'm going to give you the list first. So, The first song they gave was The Kinks, You Really Got Me. Uh, Obviously, I'm more familiar with... I mean, obviously i heard this song, but I'm more familiar with the Van Halen version that came out later, the the, uh, cover they did. Uh, The Who, I can see for Miles. um, I'm not sure if I'd actually have chosen that particular song. Uh, I'm not really sure what I would choose. Maybe... We don't get fooled again or uh what's the other one? Gamer sp mine. So I'll come back to it. Uh Blue Cheer, Summertime Blues, uh Iron Butterfly. This is one I would probably agree with. In a God I believe Slayer did a copy of that. uh, in the eighties. The Beatles Helter Skelter, yeah, I can see that. Um I actually always loved Motley Cruz version of that more than the Beatles, but it's got some edge to it, so I can kind of see that. Steppin' with Born to Be Wild, yeah, I can see that. King Crimson, uh, "21st Century Schizoid Man." I, I can't remember the song. I know the title, and I probably heard it. I just don't. I don't listen to a lot of King Crimson. I know for shame, for shame. Um, now here's one from Led Zeppelin. A uh, whole lot of love. Now, great tune, obviously, in a band that was very uh, influential to heavy metal. Although, I think I probably would have chosen Kashmir as the track that I felt has the more crushing, um, vibe that you would get with heavy metal, maybe even Immigrant Song, I'm not sure. But Whole lot of Love, it's good, great, obviously, uh, I just don't know if that's one I'd consider more heavy metal than Kashmir, personally. And then, of course, you have Black Sabbath with Black Sabbath. can't really argue there although i think most pundits would say iron man is actually kind of the the representative of that heavy metal vibe that we were looking for the devil's note as we always say uh so i found the list interesting um you can make arguments for or against some of the songs that they chose but uh I don't know, you may, might be able to throw me some comments, uh, maybe you think of some other bands, I mean, I know obviously Blue Whistler Cult probably plays into that, uh, Don't Fear the Reaper, um, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff that's in that era that, you know, probably could also be added to the list there, alright, we're going to dive back into some music for you here, uh, in this block, we're going to go a little bit with the black middle edge, we got some Imperium Decadence, brand new stuff from them, I absolutely love, love, love the last two records. This one, very close. Uh, it, it probably scores about a 9 out of 10 for me. It's not as quite as good as the last two, but there is a lot of great music on this, so you're going to hear the title track in a minute. Um, Pagaland, new stuff from them, and then Crimson Moon as well. But here's Imperium Decadence, When We Are Forgotten.
2: Salem's Lot. The Innocent Metal Tavern Radio.
0: All right, DJ was back with you on Metal Tavern Radio the podcast. Getting ready to hit up our rock block. Got some cool stuff lined up today. Uh, brand new stuff from King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, the Ivory Elephant. Uh very cool band, uh a gentleman uh contacted me called Platinum Overdose. Uh, they've got a very hard rock, A's hard rock vibe very cool stuff. So you'll be hearing some of that. Brand new tool, uh there's a lot of buzz going on about the new record. Um I've I've never been like a huge tool fan. I mean I do like songs here and there. Uh, I kind of dig a perfect circle a little more than Tool but even then I don't really like an entire album by either pro- either project so I, I did hear the new record from Tool it was alright um, it's got some cool stuff and I'm gonna play probably the best track and my favorite track Zempus, after uh, off of that won't play it in entirety but I'll get you most of it in there and then you can kind of judge for yourself how you feel it was a good record I, I, I think people are kind of I mean, I don't want to say they're just uh, over-praising it, because, you know, fandom is funny when you, you know, music is subjective just like anything else. So, don't know. There's a lot of people that, you know, they're just they're really diehards. They really love the record, so that's fine. Uh, I don't think it's quite as good as people are making it out to be from my personal view, but it has some cool moments in it. There's no doubt about it. Anyway, uh, we're going to cut loose, just let you listen to these songs. I also got some Joe Walsh and Camel in there. Uh, Enjoy, and I'll be back a little later. Peace out.
2: This is Hugo Flores from Factory of Dreams and you're listening to Metal Tavern Radio. Enjoy the music.
0: DJ Nibus, back with you on Metal Time Radio, the podcast. That ends our rock block for today. I uh, get the chance to hear a little bit of new tool there, with Zempus. Uh, let's see, still to come, brand new stuff from Development, Intuned AD. Also got some classics from Zyklon, Tempestuous Fall, the same gentleman that does uh, Midnight Odyssey, and of course some Primal Fear, some old stuff from them. Uh, so... I want to talk a little bit about uh, a new movie that's out called The Fanatic. It's actually a movie directed or written by uh, Limp Bizkit frontman Fred Durst. Uh, it's not getting very good reviews right now. I don't know if it's even so much the reviews as it is. It's just not doing very well. It's considered a flop early on after one weekend. Uh, I don't know much about it other than the fact that it resembles a lot of the movie The Fan with Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes many moons ago. So it has kind of the same premise, you know, uh, John Travolta plays a fan of, I I can't remember who the actual other uh, actor is, that is the main character that's being harassed, but Travolta's playing like the crazy fanatic who doesn't get what he wants in autograph and starts getting violent or whatever uh, towards the celebrity, but You know, for starters, that movie is a little bit too much like the other one. Like Some of our problems right now with the movie industry is that they're running out of creative ideas. Uh, You can generally take something and try to rework it or reimagine it in some way. But if you're not... Getting that clever about it, and it's almost identical to something else, then it's generally not going to do very well. So it's almost important that you have an understanding that if you're bringing something to the table, that it has a bit of originality to it. Again, I don't know much about this film and how close it is to the fan, but judging by the trailers and kind of the premise of it all, it seems very much like that, and so far not doing very well. Don't know if it's just because Durst is the guy behind the writing or whatever, or if it's just not very good Maybe It could be bad timing. Sometimes when you release a movie throughout the year, if it's happening at the wrong time, it can affect that way as well. Who knows? Uh, so kicking off this next block of music, uh, I've got some new development, new Entombed AD in there. Also got some new stuff from a band called Smash Potato. Uh, This is coming from Mike Giuliano and the Horror Pain Gore Death Records. Um, Should be interesting. Check it out, and I'll talk to you back in a few. Just 40 miles west of Chicago, Aurora, Illinois, is a small city with a vibrant economy. New housing developments and businesses, including a floating casino moored along the river walk downtown, all seem to promise a bright future. Killings are destroying the very fabric of our society.
1: Here in Aurora, Illinois, the per capita homicide
0: rate is among the highest in the nation. back with your Metal Tyrant Radio the podcast. That was uh, brand new stuff from Entombed AD with Torment Remains, and before that, Devourment, Profane, Contagion. Alright, so I want to talk a little bit more about some tours that are coming up, mainly just one other one that I was really interested in. Uh, Morbo Angel is touring with Watain and Incantation, Uh very soon, and I know they're passing through Baltimore as well, so I'll be excited to see that kind of strange like I grew up loving Morbid Angel when I had David Vincent and then of course I was excited when he was back in the fold but then that release I had that I will not talk about was just utter trash and so then we got Steve Tucker back and I'm much happier so I you know it's I don't know uh, kind of strange how that band turned out going forward but they're playing the stuff that I want to hear now and Tucker is actually very decent. If you go back and listen to some of the other releases he was on prior to that, uh, he did a very good job, and the records are actually pretty solid. So, very happy about the, him being back in the fold and them getting back to their roots. That's what it was all about for me. So, uh, plus they're touring with Watane and Incantation, two very good bands as well. So that's a great fucking tour package right there. Uh, also uh, let's talk a little bit about Sabaton I mean they were in a a vehicle accident not too long ago Uh, they had to cancel their concert in Poland Uh, they were bruised and banged up a bit according to the band members but you know everyone survived and they lived out it so it's it's good that no one was uh, overly seriously injured I mean banged up is still pretty bad but no one's dead that's the good news about that and uh, also in November uh, Sodom will be releasing a new EP called Out of the Frontline so be looking for that alright back to the grind Uh going to start off the next block with some classic Zyklon this is called Zykloned DJ New is back with you on Metal Tavern Radio, the podcast. That was new Twilight Force with the light of a thousand suns. Before that, new Dragon Force Highway to Oblivion. Getting ready to close it out for this edition of the Hordes of Chaos. Uh, hope you enjoyed everything I played today. Uh, didn't have a whole lot in terms of topics, but you know, it was kind of a slow day for me with that regard. But uh, still a lot of great music check out those bands check out those records some of them are really worth it and i'm going to leave you with one last track from primal fear angel in black take all take care y'all peace out